Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We continue, Beis Hashem, here in the teachings of Rebbe in Perek Beis Mishnah Aleph. Rebbe Mechashev Hefsed Mitzvah Keneged Schoro, or Schara Veira Keneged Hefseida. Different Rishonim explain this, what the Hefsed is, what the Schar is, in different ways. Rebbe Niyana learns, as does the Bartanura and Rashi, in the following way. The Hefsed Mitzvah is on the loss that a person could incur by doing a mitzvah. Keneged the schar that he'll get for doing the mitzvah. Says Rabbi when your heart will stir and there'll be a voice within inside of you saying, how can I do this mitzvah? I want to do it. And my Yetzirah is telling me to do this mitzvah. I know I have a chiv to do this mitzvah, but how can I do it? Look at the loss that I'm going to incur because of it. Either it means like a direct loss. I have to spend so much money on all of these mezuzahs that I have to buy for my house. Either that. Or if I go do this mitzvah, I may lose out on making some money. On that, Rabbi Yenna says, that's what the Rebbe is saying over here. Be mechashev, consider the hefsid that you're going to think you're having. By doing this mitzvah, keneged the schara, keneged itzchar, avate emar loy, talk back, like the Gemara says in Brachas Tafei, loylem yaragizodom yeitzer tevali yeitzahara. You have to get angry against him. You have to talk back to him. The Bali Musa, that's what they would do. They would talk to the yeitzahara. Chofetz Chaim, we have many stories like that. He would say, yeitzahara, you're trying to stop me from learning Torah. You're trying to stop me from doing this mitzvah. I'm going to do it anyway. Avatem or loy tell the Yitzhara Kishar Godl Yeloyola Kiflayim Elav Pomimayavsid. That tell you know what this person is gonna get, talking to himself in third person. He's going to get schar for doing the mitzvah, kiflaim elav pa'amim many thousand times over. May I have said from any loss that he's going to incur because of this mitzvah. Uvazeh loyim no achamikavoit. So number one, it means he won't stop from doing the mitzvah. It also means menashamayim. They won't hold back any cover that's coming from this person. The person thinks, well, I'm losing out on so much money. I could be making a lot of money. Covet is a reference to money. And he's, don't worry, menashamayim covered. You won't lose any of that out. Because whatever you think you're losing out from doing the mitzvah, you will gain many, many thousands of times over for the schar that you get for a mitzvah. It's a chizik in being able to do mitzvahs and not worried about any potential loss, certainly financial loss. Secondly, Again, here it means the schar, means the gain that a person will get by engaging in Avera, connected the hefsid. This means the hefsid that you'll get by doing the Avera. Again, this is based on a Pasuk, he's using these words. Maybe there'll be some of that Wickedness, some of the riches within the heart of you is saying to you, how could I not pass up this chance of doing this Avera? It's so tempting. I'm going to gain so much by doing this Avera. I'll gain a lot monetarily. I'll get such pleasure out of doing this Avera. So that voice within him is saying, how could you not do that? How could you hold back from this temptation of doing this Avera? It seems so easy just to do it 
and get such pleasure, such good, such profit. He Mishta says, take heed, be careful. It's true, there will be a Hanoas Rega, there will be a fleeting pleasure, there will be a temporary gain over here. But consider how much loss there will be in the afterlife. And if you realize it, it's going to be multifold. The loss and the punishment by doing the Avera here will be the loss of a Divatsara Osid. And the future pain that a person will have to endure is Oruch Vigodl Moid. It's for all eternity. So it's much longer, it's much greater. From the temporary pleasure that a person could enjoy in this world. When a person takes this to heart, that will hold the person back from doing this Because everybody knows, if we think about it honestly, certainly we don't want something that will give us only a little pleasure now, but will give us a, a lot of heartache later. But you know, we know something that is that we're allergic to, a certain food that we're allergic to, and really very tasty. And if we eat it now, oh, we'll enjoy that delectable taste. But if we know that it's really going to give tremendous either a heartburn or uh, he'll break out in some sort of rash or very itchy hives, person will not want to do that. And a person knows that he doesn't want to have to suffer later from just a temporary enjoyment now. And this is on a spiritual level. That's what we have to be mechazic ourselves, talk to ourselves that this is what it is. And finally, says Rebbe, his Look into, think about three things. And then you won't even come close to an Avera. The Medrash Mul says, Averas have hands. There's certain things that will pull the person to Avera. So we can't get even close to where the clutches of that Avera may be. What are those three things? Which is, What's above you? Ayin roya, an eye that sees. The oizin shemas, an ear that hears. The chol maasecho b'seifin echtovim. And it's all written down. In other words, it's as if it's written in a book and it's never forgotten. The symbol of Shara Ben Yenis says, is Ratzolem HaRikorboko roya v'yadeya kol maise b'nei adam. Hashem sees and knows every action of a person. V'zoich resakoil, and he also remembers everything. Ki ilu nichtov lefanov. It's not literally written down in a book. But it's as if it was written down because Hashem doesn't forget anything. And be shalom for anything evil that a person does, he will get paid back and punished. He says, I don't understand the pshat in this mishta. Why do you have to stretch it out and give a whole list over here? It sounds like look at the three things. What do you have to have in three things? It's really one idea. Hashem knows everything. And Hashem will pay back punishment for those who do Averis. So there are three things. There's an eye, there's an ear. What are these Mishalim? It seems to be one idea, and that is that Hashem knows everything that's happening, and He's going to get punished. Says Rabbeinu what Rabbeinu HaKadosh is trying to drill into us is a little bit deeper than that. Let's give a marshal about what this is talking about. 
When a person is in the presence of kings, of dignitaries, of great Talmidei Chachamim, of very high important people, he is certainly very self-conscious about doing things that are not appropriate, about Maisim that it should not be done. He would, if he was just alone, or if he was with simple people, he may do these things, he may see these things, but certainly not in the company of great people, of people of stature. Certainly he would be careful in what he says or what comes out of his mouth. That's really what the Tana is saying. That if we always think about it all times, as if we're standing in front of Hashem, as if just like when we're standing in front of a person, and this person was a dignified person, this person was my Rosh Hashiva, he was my Rav, he is a great person, and I would be careful in what I'm saying. He certainly wouldn't do an action that would be an Avera if this person was looking at me. I certainly would be careful of what comes out of my mouth if this person is in earshot of me. From the Pesach, he will obviously be careful. He doesn't want himself to suffer. That's what the Tana says here. To know what's above you, what's above you. In other words, Look at it this way. Of course, we know intellectually that Akash Baruch Hu is above and he sees and knows everything. Histakal means this is what we should have imagery in our own mind's eye. We should look into it as if that's what's in front of us. Right in front of us is a person seeing me. Of course, it's Akash Baruch Hu is seeing me. But view it as if there's a person seeing me. Whenever I'm saying something, view it, consider it that there's someone listening to me right now when I'm speaking. That's a whole new understanding of this Mishnah here. These two things are listed. Any action I'm going to do, we should consider it, make believe that there's someone standing right there and watching me do this action. Would I do it in front of that person? Whatever I'm saying right now, no one is watching me, but someone is listening to me. I'm, I'm on speaker. Somebody is listening to me. What I say these things, if I know somebody's listening to me, if I know there's a chosh of a person listening to me, the chas v'shalom loy mamish. Obviously, our gush baruch Hu is not corporal. We're not talking about Hashem has eyes and ears. Kiilu is watching because nothing is escaping him. And nothing that is said is hidden, hidden from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything is written down. There's no forgetfulness. Hashem doesn't forget anything. Everything is just arranged perfectly. As if they're written down in the Sefer. To pay back those according to their deeds. In the end of days, in Olam Abba, all will be paid back, both for good and not. And if a person will take the heart, the reward that he's going to get for all that's good, and the punishment that he will get, if any bad he does, he will refrain from doing this. That's the pshat. Look into these three things. Consider as if whatever you do, there's someone watching. Whatever you say, there's someone listening. And whatever is done, it's being written down, will never be forgotten. The Einat Taboli, the Avera, through that, if a person indeed would 
train himself to do that, he would not come to sin. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.